NBA season's in full swing. 12 to 13 games, depending on who your team is. They're getting after it, and so far it's been intriguing. You see, because in NBA, it's more of a player-friendly league. So, you know, it tends to have more moves being made. Even though we're early in the season, Damian Lillard got traded to the Bucks, And they struggled a little bit, but they seem to be kind of figuring it out. They're a little banged up. You know, they got to get, you know, know, a little health. They seem to be figuring it out over there in Milwaukee. Another team out there with some new acquisitions, the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics are 9-2 starting off the season. They're 9-2. But before we keep going, I'd like to welcome any new followers or new subscribers to the show. This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe, follow, do what you gotta do. We are here, though. See, for me, before we continue on this NBA talk, see, for me right now, right now is the my most this is my favorite part of the year. You got basketball, you got football, you got college, you got NFL, you got NBA, and it's all just colliding, man. It's like when you go to a good buffet, man. All right, you're at a good buffet, and you and you know, and you got your plate, and you got your fried chicken, you know, you got your mashed potatoes and gravy. You got maybe some 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 type of green, you know. But my point is, have you ever just had it where the where the mashed potatoes and gravy kind of leaked over into the chicken? Where you got a little bit of that mashed potato and gravy on the on the bread of the chicken? That's what this part of the year is like for me. That part. You know? When you when you when you scoop into that part, and don't tell me the part's not good. KFC made a whole bowl about it. Don't tell me it's not good. You know what I'm talking about. But that's what this part of the year is for me. Now the college football podcast that's already out. We already we already dropped that. So make sure you go and listen. But this part of the this part of the season. This part of the year, we get to talk about the NBA now, folks. And there's so much to talk about with the NBA. You know, the Clippers just traded for James Harden. That looks like a dumpster fire. That looks like a dumpster fire. So as we sit down at our buffet, all right, I've already, I've already eaten, I've already eaten college football. We've already eaten college football. Now it's time to eat some NBA. Alright? So today we're going to talk some NBA. So let's get right back into where I was talking about the damn Clippers. Clippers are terrible. They're 0-6. Maybe 0-7 since the acquisition of James Harden. They're not in the playoff race right now. Tyron Lue has already told Bone Thailand that he won't be playing for the significant future. Guys, listen to me. When I first saw this trade, and you can ask some of my friends, and I'm not looking, if you know who they are. That's my move. But if you look, if you look at what they got for James Harden, it's crazy. What they gave up to get James Harden is insane. Because they didn't give up anything. They kept all their key players, they kept all their key rotational players, and you add James Harden. Now listen, 
at some point, I think they're going to have to either Westbrook, as as always, he's the scapegoat, right? In L.A., blame it on Russ. That's what that's what this is about to turn into. Because right now you have to figure out what you're going to do with Russell. But in my opinion, I don't think there's anything you can do. And honestly, I think this man has done so much for the game and so much for the sport that, uh, and by the game, I'm not just talking about like, you know, basketball, beyond it, the game of life, man. But this Russell Westbrook, man, he's just such a good, he, he's an all-around guy, all-around guy. And I just don't think at this point we should be asking him to come off the bench again. I don't care if it's in the, it's all, it's for the sake of winning. You're not going to win with this team. This was a terrible idea. And at some point, you're going to have to come to that realization. Now, I know they've only played six-game jig. They've only played six-game jig. It's early. Jig, it's early. I'm not hearing it. I am not hearing it. I'm telling you right now, this is not going to work. When you have a big three, you have to have someone who can sacrifice. James Harden is not willing to sacrifice. James Harden is still will James Harden is still talking about winning scoring championships. Like are we going to forget that's why Ime and Doku did not want him back in Houston? This is according to Stephen A Smith, but you know what, man? Hey, I don't think Stephen A Smith's a liar. At some point, I'm a James Harden fan. And I'm not really talking about his playing, like him as a player, you know? Like, as a basketball player in the NBA, James Harden is elite, and you cannot deny that, okay? Look at his time in Houston. I mean, he did good. I mean, just look at his time in Houston, man. All right? What I'm saying is some elite players are just good by themselves, you know? Like, for example, you know I love examples. You know I love examples. The Gargettos. Gargettos is a great snack. It's a great snack. And you know it to be true. All of them are amazing. But when you put the brown chip by itself, eh. When they released the brown chip package, it didn't sell well. You know why? Because you need the seasonings of everything else. Now, that's the complete opposite of what I'm talking about, but it's the same in gist. It's the same in gist. And that's what we have with James Harden, man. You know, James Harden's great by himself. He's great by himself, man. He really is. But when you add him with stuff, it just doesn't work. You know? And it's sad. But it's but it's even sadder that it's even more sad that Russell Westbrook is about to be the scapegoat. And if you don't believe me, just watch. I guarantee it's like the writing's on the wall. They can't blame James Harden because they need James Harden to work. The only thing LA can do at this point is start shipping off all that talent that they still got were able to keep from the trade. Terrence Mann, uh, Bones Highland, Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry, but if you James Harden has to stay. That's what they did. They said we're gonna go all in, we're gonna re-sign James, we're gonna go all in. This is our team. James Harden. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Whoever else can play around those three players, hey, you can stay. You can stay in the party. But I'm here to tell you, it's sad. 
So far it's that. And, you know, there's two victims in this situation right now. There's two guys that are going to get blamed for this whole situation who they shouldn't be. And that's Russell Westbrook and Tyron Lue. That's who will be blamed for this. It's just, it's the James Harden effect. He not only, listen, he not only, he is the system, dude. He's right. He's right, though, when he says that. Because he not only comes in and influences your 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 team on, on the court, but now he's influencing decisions that you make in your in your front office, that you make in your coaching staff. They fired Doc Rivers in hopes of keeping who? James. If Joel Embiid said that he did not know that, uh, that he was not particularly for Doc Rivers being fired, that tells you everything you need to know. It was all for, who is the GM? Daryl Morney. Who is Daryl Morney? Who, who is he the biggest believer in? James Harden, man. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. It's wild. It's a wild concept. Moving on from those fucks in L.A. And listen, here's another thing. Honestly, if you're a Clippers fan, what is wrong with you? Now, I was talking to another guy who's an L.A. fan, which he's no better. He's a Lakers fan. And, you know, He's no better, but at least he's better than the Clippers. And you Clipper fans, man, you are weird. I've never really met one of you guys in real life. So uh, maybe if you're a Clippers fan, maybe give a thumbs up in like the, what's that, the comment section below? Yeah, 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 yeah. Clipper fans, give us a thumbs up in the, in the comment section below. You know, because we don't know if you guys really exist. But the Bucks are starting to figure it out, though. Speaking of a team that did also get some firepower, the, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks with Damian Lillard. Now, you felt like this would be more of an easier, a gradual transition. You know, they actually had to give up some stuff. You know, they got rid of Drew Holiday, which, you know, I see it. You know, you're going for more offense. You want offense. And so far, Damian's going to give you that. You know, what, what, the, what the Bucks need right now is they need, they need a solid third. And they need, and they need uh, a little bit more, a little bit, a little bit more shooting. Right now, their third looks like Bobby Portis. He's the most consistent. I really would like to see Chris Middleton be able to bounce back. I'm not asking for a 22 point Chris Middleton. That guy's gone. That guy's gone. But you know, keep it. You know, keep us at a 17. You know, let's get a 17-point Chris Middleton. Because a 17-point Chris Middleton with two guys that, you know, are in the top half or in the top, uh, top, what, top, yeah, top 10 in scoring in the uh, NBA. I'm sorry. You know, I like that. You know, Brooke Lopez, for some reason, he's seven foot and doesn't, you know, he doesn't really want to get a rebound, I feel like. But, you know, that's okay. I get it. You know, sometimes, you know, coaches are like, hey, let's run. You know, we want to run. You know, so let a guard, you know, make sure you box out, but let the guards try to get the rebound so they can push. I mean, Giannis right now is averaging 29, you know, and Dame is averaging 20, I just saw it, 24. You know, and Dame's average is going to come up. You know, he had a slow start. But if you're the Bucks, you know, you're looking for, you're looking for that third guy you wanted to be Chris Middleton. I know Giannis does because that's the last of his uh his last of his big three. But you need somebody that's gonna give you that 15, 17 points a game. Now listen, right now you know their, their team is 29 by Giannis, 24 by 
you know, literally, we just said. Fortis is averaging 13. Middleton's averaging 11. And Beasley's averaging 10. Lopez is averaging 9. Listen, we listen. that's got to come up. You know, that's got to go up. Portis, Middleton, 15. You got to average 15. They need a guy to average 15. Those two are not going to be able to do it by themselves. The East is pretty nice this year, man. The East is pretty nice. Boston got a lot better. Boston just beat Philly with Porzingis and Brown out. So now they just flex their, you know, they just flex their depth. And they can shoot, man. They can shoot. And it, the Pacers, look at the Pacers. Pacers are the highest scoring team in the in the East right now. They just don't play a lick of defense. You know? I like Tyrese Halliburton for most improved. You know? I like Jason Taylor for MVP. Miami Heat are right there. Behind them, followed by the Bucks and the Knicks. Now, the Knicks are a very interesting squad. They're very interesting because you're kind of just waiting for them to take that next step. You're kind of waiting for them to take that next step. Now, you got Brooklyn, Hawks, Magic, and Cavs following that. Now, listen, if I'm Cleveland, I'm fielding calls for Donovan Mitchell. This is not the start you're looking for. You're five and six. If you're not, if you're not, if you're not out of the play-in by the beginning of February, which is, I think, trade deadlines a little bit after that. I think trade deadline the second week of February or something like that. Then we got to start thinking about, we got to start thinking about moving down the Mitchell. Um, you, 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 you know, you, you, you eh, eh. that's when you dropped that soldier boy. But when they traded for Donovan Mitchell from Utah, they did it with the, with the idea that we're not going to win the East. Probably not. You know, we might get we we might be able to make a good run at it though, a good run at it. Last year you get bounced out first round by the Knicks. This year you're struggling early. I don't know. I just don't know. Running Jared Allen and Evan Mobley's really early two thousands basketball. I just don't know if that's going to work anymore. Maybe you ship Jared Allen out and try to get you a couple more guards. You know, you try to break you try to break him down and try to get you some more depth. Because outside of Karis Levert, you know, Dean Wade maybe have a will maybe have a good game every now and again. Um, my point being is that the Cavs just they just look like they're stuttering down there, you know. And then you know the Cavs to me are in the same position as as the Bulls, you know. What are we doing? What are we doing? We got Zach Levine, we got Demar Derozan. We got Vucevic, Kobe White, and we are four and eight right now. First twelve games of the season, man. Listen, I'm here to tell you, some of these teams, this, this is what you're going to get. Honestly, this is what you're going to get. This is the first episode for the NBA, so we're not going to get really, you know, balls deep and crazy in what I'm talking about. But what I'm talking about is we look at schedules. We start looking at schedules. We start looking at, you know, because, listen, I'm here to tell you the strength of schedule in the beginning of the season is bullshit. Before anybody plays a game, there's not a true strength. You know, it's really hard to get a strength of schedule because you don't know how teams are going to mesh. Case in point, the Clippers, you know, 
And we didn't we didn't necessarily get that at the beginning of the season, but we saw that in the Vegas odds. We saw the the switch in power. That's what we saw. We saw the switch in the numbers. The numbers switched. And that's what I'm talking about. What are we doing? You know? But the Clippers made that play in the regular season, but back to these two teams and the Bulls and the Cats. You got you got contracts, you got young guys, but you're losing. I mean, the Bulls just lost to the Magic, guys. Zach Levine looks disgruntled. What are we gonna do? There's you know there's a couple teams that are looking for a player like Zach Levine, like Demar Derozan. At what point, when you're Chicago, do you pull the plug? And I have another team that I'm gonna ask you that same question about, and this is it's in the East. The Charlotte Hornets. You're three and seven. You gave Ball his money. What are you gonna do? Because, like I said earlier in the show, you know the NBA is a player-friendly league. It's a play, meaning the players run it. There's a team out in LA, purple and gold, that would love a Lamelo Ball. You put Lamelo Ball on the Lakers, the Lakers are a championship-contending team. I'll say it again. You put LaMelo Ball on the Lakers, they are a championship contending team. And all it would take is Cam... I, I, I think you send D'Angelo Russell. I think you send some more depth like that. A couple picks. You know, you don't give up Austin Reeves. Everybody but Austin Reeves, AD, and Braun are, are, are on the table. But you see what you can do because right now in, in, in Charlotte, you're just hoping that you can get some type of win going. They got some talent on that team. They have talent. Gordy Hayward, um, Terry Rozier, uh, Miles Bridges is supposed to be returning at some point. He's a he's a high flying, high octane, high energy type of guy. He should. He hasn't played in a couple years. Mark Williams. You know, big man flavor, big man doing it all. You know, so I just, I don't understand. You can't, is it the coach? Is it the coach? I don't know. We blamed MJ. MJ's gone now. What's going on? Let's head out west, though. Let's head out west. This conference over here, the Suns. They made moves. They got Bill. They got Bill. So now they're rocking Bradley Bill, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. Now, listen, this right here, that team, I think, is probably the best newly constructed big three in the NBA. That's the team that really kind of gives you a little bit of a scare. Just because, like, you know, as much as ISO ball as it is, over there in Phoenix, and as it has been, you know, it, it's good ISO ball. You know, you'll take a you'll take a a one on one shot from a Bradley Bill, from a Devin Booker, and from a Kevin Durant any day of the week, man. Because we we've seen what all three of them do individually. So when they're all on the court together, the spacing is what killed you. The one thing that none of these teams are have that I don't think people really want to talk about. 
is the movement, man. When Golden, that's see, that's the thing. When Golden State had got Kevin Durant, man, the movement. It was the movement that was killing people, man. People were cutting without the ball. The spacing was right. What can you do, man? What can you do? Everybody had an open shot, and to me, Phoenix has 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 the best opportunity to do something similar to that. Right now, I think everybody's really trying to play keep up with the Nuggets. Uh, I think the Nuggets are the best team in the uh, West for sure. Right now, I would say it would be Denver and Boston in the NBA Finals right now. Right now. I can see, listen, this is going to surprise some people. I can see a Timberwolf run this year just because their, their depth you saw those young cats, man. They don't take no shit. Anthony Edwards is a real-time hooper here, folks. Carl Anthony Towns, man, he's good. He's good. And Rudy Gobert is solid. I know no one likes him on his team, and you can tell by Harry, but how, how, how it was kind of a, a slow pull away to get, that, get Draymond from choking him out. You know? He also, you know, he also was the first one to get caught with the COVID. We remember, we remember. Timberwolves currently sit at the three spot, and listen, I I predict that they finish top five, you know, barring injury. It's hard for them to stay healthy. So barring injury, watch for the Timberwolves to finish top five in the NBA this year. Now the Warriors are down there at seven, six, and six. They just got Chris Paul. We don't really know what it is. We don't really know what kind of, listen, it's like, what is this? It's a sandwich. Okay, but what kind of sandwich? It's a sandwich. Okay, but what's on the sandwich? I don't know, but it it tastes all right. All right. That's the Warriors. A sandwich that tastes all right. You don't really know what it is. You know it's some type of beef? You know, it's mustard? Maybe? I don't know. That's the Golden State Warriors. Now, the Lakers? Now, I'm here to tell you, man, if this is what they're going to do to my butler, if this is what they're going to do to Goat James, then we got problems. Anthony Davis is still not consistent. Austin Reeves is probably the, mo- the second most consistent player they have. But when you have LeBron James, anything is literally possible. So, And here's the thing about the West, man. It's not really... It's not really a mystery as far as the top 10 teams or the top 10 teams, you know. Um, with that being said, you know, pretty much the order of what it is, it's in, and not in this order, but Denver, Dallas, Minnesota, Houston, OKC, Sacramento, Golden State, uh, Lakers, um, Suns, the Pelicans. You know, the only team you're going to see maybe pull out um, from that bottom pit of shit right now is maybe the Clippers, but like I said earlier in the show, man, it's gonna really take it's gonna take something from Ty, uh, Ty Lue. It's really gonna take something from Ty Lue. He's gonna have to figure out something because right now I don't know what to tell you. The Pelicans, the Pelicans, you know, they're going through something with the C.J. McCollum situation. So it's going to be very interesting to see who keep, who continues to step up. Zion, Brandon Ingram, and uh, Jonas Valchun. Valchunas uh, is all right. All right, Big Val, yeah, that's all right. Now, you just need Herbert. You need Jordan Hawkins. You need those dudes to step up, you know. 
And uh, they should have uh, Murphy coming back soon, sooner than later. So once they get Murphy back, they, that's a shooter. That's a shooter that you know that you know that's gonna come on time. Pause. Watch out for the Thunder, man. Shout out to OKC, man. Watch out to the Thunder. You know, uh, Chet, um, Shay, Giddy, Jalen, Jalen, Williams, Williams. I mean, these guys are hoopers. They're hoopers, man. And uh, they put on for the small markets. So watch out for them to make a nice little run because... For me, what gets me with OKC is, is is the is the strength in numbers, and not to mention this starting five has played a couple years together. If you know the one thing I would like to see the Thunder do, if you were to change it up, I would like to see Dort hit the road. I would like to see them bring in like a better two-way player. You know, you got all them picks. Why not bring in OG and Obi? Just think about it. Just think about it. You got the picks. It's really not going to cost you a body. Hell, you can keep Dort damn near probably and just send about four picks up there for him. Because that's a guy that's going to give you some solid defense, some real solid defense, decent three-point shooting, and athleticism. You know? That's what that's what I like to see over there at OKC. Okay, listen, and another dude, you know, that this name, you know, this might surprise some people. You know, Kyle Kuzma. Listen, Kyle Kuzma is a champion. I don't think people really realize that, man. You put Kyle Kuzma on the Thunder right now, you put him at the four. All right? So you got Shea. You got Giddy. You got Williams. You got Kuzma. You got Holgram. You running. You running. You are absolutely running. And that's my point. That's what it's about in the West, man. Up and down and all around. But you know, I'm just talking right now. I'm just talking right now. You can you can know uh, you can put it down in the comment section below if you're on the YouTube. I don't know how uh, some of these other places work, but put the comments below, man. This is that guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J I G. And we talk sports, man. And uh this Friday is also hey, listen, this Friday we got the in season tournament. I don't really know what's going on with the rules. I can't really tell you, like, you know, who's who and who's in what's group. And I apologize for that. But I can tell you it's some entertaining shit. You know, it really is. I feel like these players is actually kind of picking up on the, picking up on the idea. I think these players are actually, like, vibing with it. And that's cool, man. The only thing that, The only thing they can do now for me is make All Star All Star Weekend better. We got to do something about that, Adam. Hey, Adam, we got to. If you ever hear this, bro, we 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 got to do something about it, Silver. We need to make it to where you know we giving people, you know, five million dollars per contestant. You know, forty million to win. Like we, y'all got the money. I don't understand why we acting like we ain't gotten the. You know, we don't have the money. Listen. Pay these dudes, bruh. Pay Steph Curry. You know what I mean? Pay, uh, uh, who else in the three-point? Three-point contest usually be having their hoopers, man. But you want some dunkers? Pay Aaron Gordon. Pay Zach Levine. Pay Derrick Jones. You know what I mean? 
Like pay these dudes, pay LeBron. Y'all, you want to see LeBron in it? Pay him. If you pay these players, they are showing you that that that's what it costs. Well, jig, we already pay them enough. No, you don't. And I'm talking about if I'm talking about to the owners, to the to the modern, to the listen, to the everyday civilian man. Listen, who cares, dog? We don't listen. Let them, bruh. I'm tired of hearing people say that these dudes make too much. They do this. They do, man. What another man eats shouldn't make you shit. What I'm saying to you is, man, let these dudes, pay these dudes, bro. Adam, listen to me. Let me run All-Star Weekend. Give me, give me, a, give me, a, give me 150 million. Give me 150 million. And I get you everybody you want at All-Star Weekend. I give, I give, I, I give the people what they want. I do it. I can do it. Because I can. That's that's all you gotta do. You just gotta pay these motherfuckers. That's all they want is some bread. They, they, listen, they done showed us this time and time. Y'all want Zion? Here's Zion. Here's a million dollars just to participate. If you win $15 million purse. That's what it is. Come on. Y'all wanna see some hoopers? Let's go. Y'all want to see these dudes hoop? $20 million personal line. Each. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm telling you, 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 Adam Silver is trying to make the most of the profit with no money. Damn the venues. Listen, All-Star Weekend would sell out if it was in a damn rec center in the middle of downtown L.A. Basketball is going to sell out, man. It don't matter where you have it. The venue don't matter. It's about who's in the motherfucker. The Drew League is showing you this, Adam. Listen to that guy, Jig, Adam. Jig is trying to tell you. You got to listen to me, Adam. Pay these dudes. Bro, you could have All-Star Weekend in Rucker fucking Park, bro. And it would do numbers. Just had the right dudes there, bro. Just had the right dudes there. You don't need all that fancy stuff, bro. It's basketball, bro. People want to see people hoop. They want to see the best on the best hoop. And that's what, listen, man, to me, me personally, that's the only difference between now and then. And between now and then, I'm talking about when people say basketball was better back in the day. Only thing better back in the day for basketball was All-Star Weekend. And I don't think many people really want to admit that, man. Or many people really think about it. You got to think about it. Back in All-Star Weekend, everybody competed who was the best at the best because they wanted to get the notoriety. Nowadays, you really don't need to compete, you know, in All-Star Weekend, you know, because LeBron James don't need to do the shit. He not made, he, it ain't worth it enough. It, money ain't, the money ain't right. It ain't worth it enough for me to do it. But that's my whole spill about the NBA, what they need to make better. All right, fuck the flopping, just fuck all that, man. Because, listen, these players are going to figure out a way to get around it. They do it every year. Give them two, three years, they're going to figure out how to way to get over the transition fouls. I'm trying to tell you. These motherfuckers is like, you know, they smart, bro. So they're going to figure the shit out. But what I'm trying to tell you is the one thing we haven't figured out and I don't understand is why if we don't pay these dudes more, we can get anybody we want in the All-Star Weekend. Adam Silver's over here trying to, you know, 
rub rub magic fairy dust together and hope and hope you know it comes to him in a dream. You know he's hoping to crack open some coconuts and draw out a tree. You know it ain't gonna work like that, Adam. It ain't gonna work like that at all, Adam. But but you know what is gonna work? You open up that checkbook. You open up that checkbook. But at any rate, this is that guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Thanks for listening. This is the NBA with Jig. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe or hit the follow button. Tell a friend and tell them to tell a friend. You know, once we hit a certain number, I will launch the website. I'm launching the website once we hit a certain number of followers. I'll let you know what that number is soon. But once again, this is that guy, Jig Sports Podcast, and I am him, J-I-G. Thanks for listening. Peace.